So this is the point where we would clip like something clever that we said and <laughs> then put some sort of sound effects underneath it. Uh, but we don't have time to do that. So uh, we're just going to have to play the theme song. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. Okay, here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi. So here's how this is working, everybody. Uh, it is Monday uh, morning-ish, and we didn't get a chance to record last night, and we want to put this out before the day is done so that those going out to play tonight will have uh, a chance to listen to this. So... We're doing it live. How does that feel, Monica? Well, it's kind of live. It's 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 this is about as live as it's going to get without being like at a club in front of people. Yeah, I actually don't like it. You don't like this? No, I don't like it. Should we stop? I always have like this feeling like oh, if I accidentally say something really dumb, I can beg Paul to edit it out, and he will. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not happening today. Also, I'm not feeling all that great, which is why the podcast is so late anyway. Oh, right, right, yes. So, I'm not even funny right now. I'm not even <laughs> clever. I'm not even witty. This is going to be the worst podcast. I can feel it. What number is this one? Well, this is 46. Is what this is. <laughs> so that worked out well for all of us. 46. 46. All right. I guess I like that. Now, <laughs> now, if you're worried out there that Monica's not going to be out hosting this week, I think you can put those worries uh, to rest. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I'm not feeling that great and witty either, so we're just going to have to... We're, you know what? This is the grind episode of the podcast. We're okay. going to grind this baby out. And maybe by the All end right. of it, we're going to be just rolling. It's possible. And also, it's a challenge for those who are trying to listen to it. Yes. 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 <laughs> this, is, this is a challenge for everyone. So... Um, <laughs> Hey, let me ask you first off, before we go any further, do you have this week a Habs update? Um, Let's just say they're losing. I'm going to play the theme because I've set up this thing, so I'm going to play the theme right now. All right, play the theme. Oh, my God, it's All right, tell tell us what's happening with our poor Habs. 
So they played three games against the Bruins. The other one, the first one I told you about already, where it was like tied and they lost at the shootout. Oh, right. Well, then they played another one and they lost again. Then they played the Nationals, I think, and they did win that game. Okay. But then they had their third against the Bruins, like, uh, at the Bell Center, and they, so Montreal scored the first goal in, like, I think it was, like, really late in the second um, section. I don't know what to call them because they're not quarters and I they're think, not halves. I think they're periods. Oh, periods. Okay, that makes sense. God, I'm so smart. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they scored pretty late in the second period, and it was really exciting, but they ended up losing the game. Oh, and the second game that they played against the Bruins, it was... At the Bluegrass, I was there, like, setting up. And Full of Crepe was there with one of their teammates wearing a Bruins jersey. Oh, yeah. They have a a hockey fan or two on that team. (laughs) And I just walked by their table, and I'm just like, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you should have, like, thrown your mitts off and smashed them into the boards (laughs) and just went at it right there. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very, very passionate about sports. You're doing it for Yuppie. Just do it for Yuppie. <laughs> oh, there was another Yuppie sighting, too. I'm glad you're getting to see Yuppie a little bit more. I know that was your that was your way in to Hockey World. It was like the final thing that made me decide to be a Habs <laughs> fan was Yuppie. You were standing at the door of hockey, and Yuppie opened the door, let you in, <laughs> gave you a hug, and said yes. it's going to be fine. You can root for me. <laughs> I like it. Well, I know Matt. Yeah, so they're not doing that great, but I'm still having fun watching them. Yes. Yeah. Well, I know Matt, uh, who plays on the Poop Parade down in our one of our Renton locations, uh, he is also a Canadians fan, so he loves listening to your updates and your takes on the game. So I talked to him about it last Thursday, and he's just shaking his head. He just doesn't think they're going to make it to the playoffs this year. Yeah, I've heard probably not. But I just want you to know it's not your fault. (laughs) Monica, Monica, it's not your fault. I'm not blaming myself. It's not. I just want you to hear me now. It's not your fault. Are you sure it's not my fault? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into the meat of the podcast. Are you ready for the meat? I'm ready for the meat. Hey, would you introduce the next section? Yes, the next segment is the lightning round. Queuing like a madman over here. All right. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> you can't hear what I'm doing, but it is classic. No, I can't. <laughs> uh, all right. What is your round for me this week? Uh, your round is about the planets. 
The planets. I've heard of them. That's it? Oh, no, did I lose yeah, you? Yeah, it's about... Oh, there you are. <laughs> what is my round about? <laughs> uh, your round is on uh, people who have gotten honorary degrees. Oh. I think you'll do well at this one. It's not random people you've never heard of. Are you sure? Because well, we'll you think out. that... We'll find, we'll, and usually it is. We'll find out together. All right. Do you want to go first or All second? Right. I'll go second. All right. Here we go with the lightning round. Question number one for you. Uh, let's see here. Oh, in 1985, who did the University of Oxford vote against giving an honorary degree because she made cuts in higher education funding? I have no idea. Okay. Uh, it was Margaret Thatcher. Oh. Margaret what Thatcher. What was the university? University of Oxford. Oh. I did not hear that part. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. Here, I'm really, it. really brain dead right now. I'm going to see if this works. Ah, I got a buzz in there. All right, good. All right. Uh, go ahead. Oh, good. You wouldn't want to not have that in there. <laughs> well, I went through all the trouble of setting it up. I want that buzz. <laughs> okay. Your first question. What two planets in our solar system have no moons? Ooh. Oh, boy. I just did a question about three planets with moons. So let's eliminate those. Uh, Earth has one. I'm going to say... Mars and Mercury. Well, you got one of them. Okay. But the other one, it's so it's Mercury and Venus. Oh, Mars, Venus. Mars does have, I think Mars has two moons. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I might use that one uh, sometime this week. I like that. Um, question number two for you. Uh, who holds an honorary doctorate of amphibious letters from Southampton College? He got it in 1996. Amphibious letters? Amphibious letters. That should be your clue. What the hell is that? Do you know what an amphibian is? Yeah. All right, then. Is it Kermit the Frog? It is Kermit the Frog. Well done. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, he gave a little commencement speech and everything. Oh, I bet he was adorable. I bet he was every, every sorts of adorable. All right, number two for you. What element in the rocks gives Mars its red color? I'm just going to go first guess. Iron? You're right. Yay! Oh, I got to ding it. Holding up a drink. And... There we go. All right. <laughs> Question number three for you. After receiving an honorary doctorate in fine arts, what talk show host debuted a segment called Cheating Death on his show where he gave very bad medical advice? 
and he got his doctorate in 2006, if that helps. Is it like Regis? It's not Regis. It's Stephen Colbert. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen that segment. That was on the old Colbert Rapport, where he did a yeah. segment called Cheating Death. I don't remember that segment, but I watched that show like for the first few years it was on. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do it all the time, but it was there. It was here and there. That's funny. All right, uh, number three for you. Venus, although it's not the closest to the sun, is the hottest planet. Because its atmosphere is made of what gas? Oh boy, the hottest. Because it's made of, again, I'm just going to go first guess, helium. No, it's carbon dioxide. Oh. Oh. It's got the greenhouse effect. Oh, of course. I was thinking helium because when people suck the helium out of balloons and then they talk they sound pretty hot (laughs) are you sick too (laughs) yes (laughs) question number four for you number four what rapper released the album the college dropout in 2005 and then got an honorary doctorate from the chicago school he dropped out of 10 years later I have two guesses. Give me one of them. <laughs> I I guess I'm going to say Kanye. I'm going to give you a ding. Yay! Well done. Yeah, Kanye West dropped out of I think it was the uh, school uh, like a uh, art institute of Chicago. And then uh, got to, oh no, my uh, my little Bluetooth headphones just told me that I have low battery. So we'll see how long oh, this goes. Oh, great. Uh, awesome. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. Question number, oh, it's your turn. Oh, number four. How many planets in our solar system have rings? How many have rings? Yeah. Um, I will say two. No, four. What was the answer? (laughs) Four. Four? Okay. Uh, Question number, I think we're on number five for you. Yes. Wait, I didn't tell you which planets have rings. Oh, please do. Jupiter and Saturn and Neptune and Uranus. (laughs) Question number five. Last one for you. Uh, Let's see here. Where I've lost my place. Oh, there we are. Oprah Winfrey has four honorary doctorates, including one from the University of the Free State. In what country? I don't know. University of the Free State. 
Is it an African country? It is. Is it Nigeria? It is not. It is South Africa. Oh. Well, I got the continent right. Yeah, yeah. Half point for continent, right? <laughs> That's how we do it? <laughs> Number five for you is true or false. Oh, good. True or false, all of the planets could fit in the space between the Earth and the moon. Wow. Well... Jupiter seems like that should kill that. Um, so this is like lined up between the Earth and the Moon, or just like in a row, or does it say? Like if they were lined up, hmm. like planet to planet, back to back, could they fit in between the Earth and the Moon? Oh, uh, I will say true. It is true. <laughs> and, I, and I only said, I only said true because I wanted to say false. Yeah. I really wanted to say I, false, but uh, that's very interesting. Yeah, I learned that like a few weeks ago and I was like, that, there is no way. So I actually like looked up all of the sizes of all of the planets and <laughs> it was true and I was totally blown away. That blows me away. I'm I'm yeah. surprised by that. That's great. I love that. Well, that's going to show up. Guys listening out there, that's going to show up on a quiz. It's going to happen. Um, all right. How did you do there? You got one. You got two. You also got two. Perfect. That's exactly what I wanted <laughs> to have happen. <laughs> all right, everybody. That is game prep. And, of course, we don't have any no, extra... No, it's not game prep. Oh, that's lightning round. I was... Just pulled up the game prep right in front of me, and now it's like, uh, and we don't have any music, so Monica's going to sing a song right now. I absolutely am not. Okay. Then then, <laughs> then it is time uh, for game, oh, I forgot to do the little game prep theme, so I'll say, now it is time for game prep. It turned into the Bob Newhart theme. <laughs> that was great. Thank you very much. <laughs> T-shirts on sale in the lobby. Um, all right. Do you want to do first one or second one? I'll start. You started. I'm going to give you the bell right now. Okay, January 22nd, 1946, President Truman establishes the National Intelligence Authority, which would be relabeled the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, the following year. The intelligence group was founded in response to the attack on Pearl Harbor. Yeah, they uh, after uh, after the war was over, they thought, let's... Let's go revisit that moment and see if we can do a little bit better with the intelligence that we got. And nothing bad ever happened again. <laughs> oh, that calls for a bell. Where's my bell? No. <laughs> Wait a second. I'll make sure my bell's here. I just couldn't hear it. 
What happened to all the sound effects? <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. You were working so well for so long. Oh, man. oh my buzzes are gone. Everything's gone. Everything's gone. All right, we're just going to plow through this, uh, this. I can do the sound. Oh, please do. All right, give me the bell. Ding, ding. Thank you. One, uh, January 22nd, 1984, during the third quarter of Super Bowl uh, 18, Apple shows its 1984 commercial to announce the arrival of their desktop computer, the Macintosh. The commercial, directed by Ridley Scott, cost $1.5 million to make and was only shown once. And in that Super Bowl, the Raiders beat the Redskins 38-9, to which I don't think anybody remembers. Do You, you weren't... Or, you weren't aware of this when it happened, were you? Uh, no, I was about a month old. You were a chi- child. I was an infant. Yes. It was a big deal. Really? It was, it was a huge deal because it was this big production number. It was kind of based on Big Brother. You can watch it on YouTube. Um, But yeah, it's like a, a big... Uh, you know, lots of science fiction-y dystopian images all to announce that a new computer was coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the thing that Ridley Scott did right after, because let's see, he did Blade Runner in 82. So this was like his next move was to make an Apple commercial. Woohoo. Yeah. Good job, Ridley. Give me the dings. Ding, ding. January 23rd, 1570. You know, before you, get to, before you get to this, I maybe I should do your ding, dings, and you can do mine. Okay. All right. So, ding, ding. Wait. <laughs> I'm going to do your ding, dings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're not even drinking anything. <laughs> Do it again. Ding, ding. January 23rd, 1570. James Stewart, which is the name of somebody that I went to high school with. And the name of a famous actor. There's lots of James Stewarts out there. James Stewart, who dated Jamie Stewart that, in high school. No, no, no. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's, they were not related. Oh my god! Well, they were probably related somewhere <laughs> down the the lineage. That's weird. <laughs> James Stewart, the regent for the infant King James the Sixth of Scotland, is killed by a gun. The first ever head of state to be assassinated by firearms. So I know we're not going to do the something I learned today segment this week because we just don't have the time but uh, a mini something i learned today uh was that what a regent was i did not know that that's what a regent was they're basically stand in for uh baby royalty so the baby was actually the king the baby was the king it was the rightful heir to the to the throne of scotland but being a baby 
couldn't do much. So they hired uh, your your high school uh, classmate, James Stewart. <laughs> they said, dump that that girl, Jamie, and come and, and talk to the baby. That's what they said. I see. So what happened after he was killed? Uh, that I don't know. I didn't look up any further than that. The The interesting thing was... To me, it was just that it was the first assassination by firearm it happened all the way back in the 16th century. Yeah. And nothing bad ever happened again. <laughs> right. Ding, ding. Thank you. January 23rd, 1986. The first members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are inducted. They are Little Richard, Chuck Berry, James Brown, uh, Sam Cooke, Ray Charles, Fats Domino, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, and some Elvis guy. Oh, I think that's Elvis Presley. Oh, it's not Elvis Parsley? No. <laughs> okay. He, di- he died in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, yes, we learned that. And he said, uh, I'm going to go read something. I'm gonna go. I'm going to the bathroom to read. Was supposedly his last words. Oh man, that's just what a what a ignominious way to go. But he's in the Hall of Fame, <laughs> so who are we to argue with how he went? Yeah, he. But uh, his Hall of Fame display is in the men's room. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a half open book. <laughs> yeah. and, and a couple of like really sad sequins on the floor. <laughs> oh, so the saddest sequins you've ever seen. <laughs> ding ding. January twenty fourth, nineteen thirty three. The twentieth amendment to the Constitution is ratified. The major change: new presidents now take office on January twentieth. Instead of March 4th to reduce lame duck presidencies. That's right. That's right. They uh, they used to be president all the way up until March. And, you know, since they were lame ducks, they just kind of didn't do much. So they decided to move that up to, to January 20th. I thought presidents did more in that way because they knew they could get away with it. Well, there have been some presidents that have spent their lame duck moments trying to do things. I remember George Bush in his last year did actually some decent things. He was uh, uh, he got all that aid to Africa for AIDS relief. Um, he also did something with the ocean. Yeah, he did a couple of things that I think that when you don't have the uh, re-election to worry about and you don't have party people to worry about, that you just know you're going to go home after it's all over, that you can maybe do a couple of things that aren't party-related. So so I always give my hat off to take my hat off to Bush for at least doing that much. Yeah. He could actually get something done when he didn't have to worry about the Republicans. Yeah. And nothing bad ever happened again. By the way, the, gov- <laughs> the, government, the government's back on. I hope everybody can feel that, that shift. Oh, is it? Yeah, they, they came back for, for three weeks, and then they're going to argue again. 
I guess I'm going to have to cover up the camera on my laptop again. <laughs> yeah, you should because I'm I'm watching you right now and it's 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 probably not right for me to do that. <laughs> I didn't know you were in the government. Ding ding. Is that your turn? It's a ding ding. Anybody? <laughs> it's your turn, please. Ding ding. Yeah. January 24th. 1941. Happy birthday, Neil Leslie Diamond. Happy birthday, Neil. He wrote hits for the monkeys like I'm a Believer before becoming a major star in his own right. His three number one hits in the U.S. Cracklin' Rosie. Never heard of that. You've never heard Cracklin' Rosie? No. Cracklin' Rosie, he bounced down. I'll, I'll sing them all for you if you'd like to, if you want to hear them. All right. Yeah. So the next one is Song Sung Blue. Song Sung Blue. Everybody knows one. And the duet, You Don't Bring Me Flowers. Yes. With Barbara Streisand. With, with Barbara Streisand. Oh yes, you, you, do you know that? Oh, you, do you know that one? You don't bring me flowers no. anymore. So the fun, no, the, I don't. the funny thing about that song was uh, this DJ took two versions of that song: one that Barbara Streisand had sang on a solo album, and one that Neil Diamond had sang on a solo album. Noticed that they were pretty much the same recording and mashed them together, and then played it on the radio. And it got back to Neil Diamond and Barbara Streisand that this DJ was doing that. So they decided, well, we'll just go record our own version of it. But you can listen to it. It's on YouTube. There's a mashup version of that song. And it led to them uh, duetting together and making a big hit. That's so funny. It was kind of the first mashup. Yeah, that sounds great. (laughs) Why don't you give me the ding ding? Ding, ding. Thank you. January 25th, 1858. The Wedding March. You know how that one goes? Thank you. (laughs) The Wedding March becomes a wedding ceremony standard after it is played at the wedding of Queen Victoria's daughter. The composer, Felix Mendelssohn, wrote the piece for a production of the play of Midsummer's Night's Dream. I never thought about where that song came from. You know, a lot of times you you hear those songs over and over. They become so standard that they just feel like they were just were always there. It's like somebody, yeah, somebody for had, all of time. Yeah, <laughs> like "Happy Birthday" was one of those songs. It's like that song just exists. Yeah. That's just uh, that's there. I am so glad, by the way, that "Happy Birthday" is back in the public domain. So I'm hoping that next time you go to like one of those chain restaurants, there's not waitresses singing happy, 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 birthday, 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 happy, 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 birthday, birthday, happy. That They can actually just sing the, the regular song. <laughs> they don't have to go through some tortured, made up version of happy birthday. <laughs> well, one of the things that uh, I liked about that it being in the not being in the public domain is like with TV shows. Yeah. They couldn't do it, so they would have to be creative and come up with a new song. Right. Now, sometimes they would cop out and sing, He's a Jolly Good Fellow. 
Because they're allowed to sing that one. Yeah, that happened a lot. He's a but good... Futurama made up their own birthday song. Did they really? Yeah, you want to hear it? I know how it goes. Please do. Okay. What day is today? It's Paul's birthday. What a day for a birthday. Let's all have some cake. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. All right. Ding, ding, ding. No. Me ding, ding. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, you took two in the middle there. It's okay. Do you want me to do the last one? two? Yeah, you did the 20th Amendment and the Neil Diamond back-to-back. I'm not blaming oh, okay. you. I'm blaming the, the jingle thing that I made that's not working. It's not your fault. All right. I'm going to ding, ding, and you should do the last All one. right. Ding me. Ding, ding. January 25th, 1890, inspired by the Jules Verne novel Around the World in 80 Days, New York World reporter Nellie Bly completes an all- uh, Completes an around-the-world trip in a mere uh, 72 days. During her trip, she met with Jules Verne, who wrote the book, uh, visited a leper colony in China, and, I thought you would like this, bought a monkey in Singapore. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't you always wanted a monkey? Nope. Nope. When I say when we do uh, our duet of "If I Had a Million Dollars," when I say nope, that's coming from a real place. It's coming from my heart. Lots of animals I would love I, to have. Monkey is not one of them. I have to agree, though. Yeah, there seems to just to be a little too much trouble. I don't think they want to be bought either. No, no, I don't think they're domesticatable. As uh, now, there's somebody out there listening to who, who owns a monkey and is very upset right now. Oh well, they're the best pet they're ever. Ups- they're upset because they own a monkey. That's true. They're still <laughs> they spent the the better part of this morning cleaning the poop off the wall. Yeah, and repairing their fingers that have been bitten off. <laughs> <laughs> First, I clean the poop, and then I stitch the fingers back on. That's that's the, the correct order of things. All right, everybody. Then I make the donut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. That was game prep. And again, we have no song here. It was game prep. That was game prep. I actually got that one right. Uh, all right. Let's get to our audio round challenge. And then I'll put this together and we'll uh, get uh, get going. Um, it's kind of appropriate that we're doing this audio round challenge today because... This is a, just turned into be a weird episode, but uh, audio round uh, <laughs> audio round challenge was on uh, comedic or funny songs. Yeah. Now I had a big question. I almost messaged you, but I didn't want to influence what you were doing. Did you go for comedy songs like uh, by comedians, or did you go with songs not by comedians that are funny? Uh, most of mine are comedy songs. Okay. But they're by comedians that uh, usually have music in their act. Oh, okay. Good. 
I have one of them is not that. One of them is just a song that I always thought was very funny. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. I did mostly what you did too. I went with mostly people who were comic and then had music in their acts. So, but you know what I found that was really hard about this is that the funny part of the song usually says the title of it. Yes. I found that and I also found that I wanted to make the clips longer because like to cut it up into a tiny section wasn't as funny. I wanted to like get yeah. the whole joke in for stuff, so I had to pick some very odd sections of the songs. It was it was a, <laughs> this was a challenge. This was a this is a, was a challenge now of guessing, but it was also a challenge to put it together. So um, do you want to hear yours first or do you want to hear mine first? Um, you should play mine first. Okay. So here is my number one. <laughs> it gives me lots of joy. Uh, th- uh, that's They Might Be Giants. Yeah. And the song is called We Want a Rock. It's right. That's off of uh, Flood, which was a big college album for me. That, just the, we, putting a prosthetic forehead on your real head. <laughs> like, I always thought that was the weirdest, funniest thing. And I made the mistake because I couldn't remember what the song was called because that's the part that I remembered the most. Right. I'm like, it's definitely not called Prosthetic Forehead. No. So I'm like looking it up, trying to find out what it's called. And I accidentally see somebody post what they think that song is actually about. Oh, what I'm now I'm curious because I'm a big fan of, of and them. the well the only thing I saw was that they think the prosthetic forehead is a hat. Okay. And I'm like, well that's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to agree with that. <laughs> so that made me kind of mad that I saw that. Yeah, because now that's gonna be stuck in your Stuck in your thing. Well, that's too bad. That's going to be stuck in my prosthetic forehead. <laughs> Everybody wants a prosthetic forehead for their real head. <laughs> so you got two points. All right. Play your first one. The first one I got to tell you is probably going to be the hardest one. For dinner, a nice scotch and soda. Now that ought to help you to lose. No whipped cream, no butter, just lay in the gutter and booze, booze, booze. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, re- I really, I really hemmed and hawed over that, but I do love that. Um, it's the guy who did the Hello Mudda, Hello Fada, Here I Am at Camp Granada, which you may also not recognize. I think I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, like referenced on The Simpsons, maybe, or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the guy's name is Alan Sherman, and he that's what he did. Back I at, think he was on The Simpsons. It could very well be, or they had somebody, because I don't think he lived that long. 
Uh, but oh, he, somebody but he, pretending to be him. Exactly. But he did a that that was his whole thing was he had a, a he put on these big stage shows and he had backup singers and a huge band and he would take these kind of classic songs and change the the, the lyrics to them and that one is called Drinking Man's Diet. It's all about how drinking alcohol can help you lose weight. <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was that was that was for you. Uh, I I was hoping maybe at least get the artist, but uh, I'm old. All right, here is my <laughs> here's my next one. Oh wait a second! You've told me about this song. Did I? Yeah, it. I want to say it's called Branson. No. No. Okay. Well, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Um, I don't recognize the singers. Hmm. Nope. I don't. Don't know this one. Then. It's called Getaway Grandmother's Club. Okay. And it's by Don't Stop or We'll Die. Oh, wow. Was that the Harris Whittles? Yes. Okay, got it. They were on um, Comedy Bang Bang a lot. Right. Right. Oh, geez. That's good. That sounded familiar, but I would have never placed that. Yeah. So the song's about their grandmas getting together and going to Branson for like a grandma's trip. And they also bring shrooms with them. <laughs> you have you have told me about this song. <laughs> I you love have talked that about song. it. <laughs> All right, do your next one. Next. Girl meets boy. They fall in love. She says he's everything she's dreamed of. But when they get married, before he's aware, she changes his habits the way he... Now the artist, you you gotta get the artist. Yeah, that's William Shatner. No! It's not? It's Leonard Nimoy. That's Leonard Nimoy. That's Leonard Nimoy. That's not William Shatner? That's not... Oh, my God. You may need to play that back for yourself right now. Oh, it is Leonard Nimoy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I thought you were going to nail that. They have, like, the same talky thing. Oh, yeah. Except Leonard Nimoy actually on his record sang a little bit more. Uh, but that you was. You know, I've never heard any song that Leonard Nimoy has done. <laughs> well, now you have, and that song is called "Highly Illogical." Oh. Um, so he did some. He did one record that he did as Spock, and that's what that's from. And then he did a bunch of records where he just was Leonard Nimoy, um, and mostly folk songs and things like that. But oh man, I thought you were going to get that for sure. <laughs> nope. Oh, I uh, am full of surprises. <laughs> you are. You are. You have layers. You have lots of layers. <laughs> all right. Here's my. They're next, all dumb. <laughs> here's my next one. You're all gonna die screaming. All we wanna do 
I mean, no one's gonna eat your eyes. All right, I know that this song is. Uh, that is, well, it's Jonathan Colton. Yeah. And the name of the song, I believe, is Re Your Brains. Yes. Like regarding your brains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very funny. I heard somebody do that at karaoke once. It was great. Yeah. In fact, I had somebody ask me to get that song, a couple of Jonathan Colton songs. And it turns out if you go to his website, he has just, he's made karaoke tracks of a lot of his songs. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I wish more artists did that, especially artists like him who are kind of, you know, not really well known, but have kind of a niche audience. Those people should. I really... know him. Oh yeah, because of uh, because of John Hadjman's books. Yes, that's just, that's where I heard him first. Was on the audiobooks. books. Yeah, he does, which I think he's very funny on. Super um, funny. And now he's a a host of a NPR game show called Ask Me Another. Oh really? Yeah, it's on. Uh, it's on NPR. It's it's pretty good. It's a it's a funny game show. It's not like a real serious one, but he does a lot of singing and stuff. Um, why don't you go ahead and hear your next song? Then this chick comes up to me and she's all like, "Hey, aren't you that dude?" I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." So later, I'm I'm at the pool hall and this girl comes up and she's all like, "Uh," and I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." Um. Is that the dead milkman? Oh, no, it's not. Oh, is it called leather or leather jacket or something like that? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the, art, the guy singing is a guy named Liam Lynch, and probably would only know that if you knew the song. It's called The United... I've heard that song before. Yeah, it was on MTV a little bit. It got some airplay. Uh, it's called the United States of Whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you remember Syphil and Ollie? It was like an MTV puppet TV show where they had puppets and things. Kind of. Yeah. Wasn't on for very long. I remember but... that. I remember that song from something else, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But he says something about wearing his leather. Yeah. I was down at the beach. I was wearing my leather. Some guy came up and I was like, yeah, whatever. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, he rhymed leather and whatever. It was, it was a good rhyme. Yeah. All right. Here's my next one. Get on my go-kart, strap myself in, rev up the engine, let the fun begin. Put my foot on the gas and I'm out of the gate, but the faster I go, the more the metal vibrates. My body is tingling from my head okay. to my toes. Well, really I'm pretty sure that's Garfunkel and Oates. Yes, it is. But I'm not going to come up with the name of the song. I've heard it, but I'm not going to come up with the name of it. It's called Go-Kart Racing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I should have just made a stab at that one. Yeah. Uh, you may now want to play your next one. Oh, okay. Bitch, I don't really care. I was being polite now since you have no light now that you're pregnant. You say you're walking on air. You think that you're glowing, but you had been hoeing and now you're pregnant. <laughs> 
So that's Garfunkel and Oates. That is correct. And it's called Pregnant Women Are Smug. (laughs) (laughs) Two points for Monica. Well done. I had a feeling we're going to have... that song is funny. I thought we were going to have a crossover somewhere, and I should have guessed it was probably going to be Garfunkel and Oates. So I almost did that one, but they say the title of the song so much. Yeah, I had to really find a spot where, you know, I couldn't stop them from saying the word pregnant because I think they end every <laughs> lyric with the word. So, yeah. but it was just, it was too funny. Too funny to not to put on. Uh, well, our- I'm glad you put that because I needed the points. <laughs> All right, here is my, was my last one, maybe? Yes, it is. All right, here we go. Thank you, dear lady, for being my mom. You did all my homework. You took me to prom. (laughs) And I was the only guy who got lucky that night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay um again i don't know the title of that i'm gonna guess though that Stephen lynch you're right yeah i was trying to think of comedians who sing like that with guitars that sounds like Stephen lynch but i don't know the title it's called mother's day song <laughs> and that is the entire song oh that's it that's the whole thing <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> That's so, amazing. As a first in the audio round, I played the whole song. <laughs> that is a first. That's amazing. <laughs> um, all right. We'll play your next one. I put on a couple extra, but uh, uh, go ahead and play your next one. I think okay. it's. We don't have any repeats from here. It's a rock block of Bach that he learned in the school called the School of Hard Knocks. Okay, that's Tenacious D. It sure is. I'm trying to remember which song that is, though. Hmm. I know I've heard that. Yeah, it's on their big record. I actually saw them in concert. Ooh. With just the two of them or a full band? It was the two of them and they were opening for Weezer. Oh, incredible. That would have been fun. Um, I feel like it has the word rock in it. It sure does. In fact, I'll tell you this much. That's the first word. Oh, okay. Oh, is it like rock rock your socks? Keep going. Off? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Finish that thought. Rock your socks. Off. That is right. Yep, that is Tenacious D. Rock your socks off. Well done. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe I got it. 
Oh my god. All right. I hope you were keeping score because I was not. I I was. I'm okay. so responsible. You are very responsible. Okay, so how do we do? All right. So I got one, two, three, four, five. Making a total of seven. Yes. You got one, two, three, four, five, six. Making oh, a total of right. Just <laughs> barely. <laughs> Just barely. I think the Jonathan Colton one put me over put me over the top. Yeah. Awesome. You also did really well on the They Might Be Giants one. Oh, well, that's Flood is one of my favorite albums of all time. That's just a great record. It um, is good. All right. So before we end off and I start editing this thing madly, uh, what? Uh, tell people your schedule this week, your quiz schedule. <laughs> my personal yeah, schedule. Yeah. So, like, well, after this, I'm getting some lunch and then. <laughs> No, your quiz schedule, please. Tuesday at Fitzgerald in Ballard. Wednesday, the Blue Grouse in Georgetown. And Thursday at Pono Ranch in Ballard. And I'm Mondays at the Skylark in West Seattle. That's tonight. And Tuesdays, I'm at the Crown Bar in Tacoma, and that's tomorrow. And Wednesdays, I'm at the Berliner in Renton, and that's a couple days from now. And Thursdays, <laughs> I'm at the local 907 in Renton, and that's almost to the end of the week. And Burian's Bison Creek Pizza does it on Tuesday with Cat, and Murphy's in Wallingford does it Tuesdays and Thursdays with Jason. And uh, all of those are free to play, and all of them are tournament-related. We didn't even really talk about the tournament much this oh, yeah. Week. Happy third week of the tournament. Yeah, I hope everybody's getting their teams together. The leaderboard is up. The top 50 teams are listed, but there are a lot of teams that are very close to that top 50. And I'm going to put this out there right now. We're still figuring out where this is going to be and all that, but we're hoping, knocking on wood here, to invite 20 teams this time around Ooh, to make it 20. a little more competitive. So, uh, if you are, you know, thinking about how you're going to do this and how you're going to get in there, you might have a little wiggle room, uh, to get into this, uh, to, into the finals. So, uh, keep playing, go a bunch of places. And I will say this also as well for some of the new places, the hosts, let the hosts know that you're playing in the tournament just to make sure we get the points and you're, and you're counted. I want to make sure everybody who wants to play and wants to try to qualify gets uh, gets their points totaled up. So make sure you tell the the uh, quiz uh, hosts that you're coming. And if you're playing with Monica and I, you can come and tell us that you're playing the tournament too because we love to meet the tournament players. Yes. I like meeting new players. We're very friendly. Listen to how friendly <laughs> listen to how friendly Monica is. Monica say something friendly. What do you mean? Well, that was good. All right. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap it up on that. Uh, thanks a lot for downloading, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Let's get trivial, trivial. I want to get trivial.